0: Balls of Steel. Well, hello everybody, it is I, Mr. Mike, and you're listening to the Games Attack Audiocast here on juju This is episode 473, as I'm calling this episode... Nintendo? Well, welcome one and all to the Games Attack AudioCast, where everything, and I mean everything, can go weird, wonky, and I'm already looking at stuff here that I spelled wrong. Because, of course, I cannot spell anymore. That's the thing. When you're, uh, um, you know, even in school, you know, I spelled okay. But when you're out of school for a long time and you're in the real world and you're working on a computer or something, most your life and uh, everything else, yeah, you forget how to spell shit, you know nobody makes fun of you because they all forget how to spell shit too. And then it's like, well, what did we go to school for? You know, folks? <laughs> oh, internet. Love the internet. Love it. So today we got a nice little hefty-ish episode of the Games Attack audio um, I haven't really changed up. This is why I'm going to, you know, change things up a bit. Because, you know me, I like to change things around uh once in a while because you know why do I have to speak about the same stuff over and over again but um why don't we get into this first because this is what we do and we get into the games that I have played in the past week but we're gonna make it simple for you guys because there's gonna be like "Mm," only one game that I'm really truly gonna talk about so these are the games that that have been played. played In the past, we... Balls of Steel. Oh yeah, baby, balls of steel. And, um, I don't have that? Where, what did I do with that? I, hmm... Was it this guy? Enjoy your gaming. Ah, there we go. I put him in a special section. That's why I couldn't find him in my glorious... Enjoy your gaming. Enjoy your gaming quote, because I put him in a separate category. You know, I should really think about doing that. I don't know. Um, well, games i played since uh, the last time you guys heard me on my last podcast, because now that I do everything every two weeks uh, when I put out a podcast... Um, you know, played minor stuff, played the same stuff, basically played a bunch of Persona 5 Royale, which, uh, I'm pretty far into comparing it to, um, the anime that I watched again, except for the rest of it. Cause for some reason, Crunchyroll, I guess is get, got rid of a whole bunch or they had to get rid of a bunch of parts of the anime. I don't know what happened to it. It just, it just disappeared from the Crunchyroll, uh, service the rest of the persona 5 anime and i remember watching it the first time and watching every episode and it finished it off and now it's like well the rest of it just disappeared i don't know where it would do where did the rest of the persona 5 anime go i don't know <laughs> uh weird things weird times um but anywho uh watched You know, I was going to, I was trying to watch it all again. And then I'm like, well, okay. I got up to this point. Where did the rest of it go? Okay, whatever. But I remember watching it and, um, where I am. Cause I, you know, I finished watching what I could watch up to on the anime, uh, playing the game as it goes alongside with the anime or the anime goes alongside with the game. Uh, it, you know, I I basically knew I was doing where I was going and all that stuff. And, uh. Having a blast, just having a blast, and now I'm uh, I'm pretty far into it. I'm past um, uh, what's her name? Mm. I forgot her name. The girl, the cyber girl with the glasses. You know who I'm talking about. I know her on the tip of my tongue, but I just got past hers or Alibaba. Her code name, Alibaba or Baba or Baba. <laughs> I got past her section in her uh, Egyptian temple castle, if you want to say it, and um, we're farther in, I'm farther in the game, um, getting right down to the darker parts of the game, not that the beginning, and not that most of it wasn't as dark and adult as it was, but um, I'm pretty darn far into Persona 5 Royale, and I'm um, pretty happy about the game. Uh, I don't know how much longer it's gonna take me to beat. Not that I care, because you know there's another game coming out pretty soon next week or this week. I should say, not next week, this week. Sorry, this week. As I am posting this, which if I do put up this podcast on Sunday, then it'd be just a day away from that, or two days away from that, because it'd be Sunday and then Monday and then Tuesday the game comes out. But um, and I'll get talking more about that. But anywho, uh, you know. I'll be continuing to play this game, because why not? It is fun. And uh, the new game that's coming out this week is not going to affect that at all, except for on Fridays, but that's okay. That's okay. Uh, played some t- more Teardown PC. I think I did that on a stream a little while back, but, you know, always like to go back once in a while, play some Teardown, just... See what I can blow up and tear down and let these little green guys eat. I'm going to look for some more mods in that, uh, um, in the Steam mod section and uh, do some crazy more mods with Teardown. I have some more fun breaking shit. I wonder if there's a part where you could just build stuff and then, uh, hmm. I think there, there is. It's just you got a, no coding or something. I don't know. I would like to build my own city, Super City or something. Do it in do it in the cyberpunk universe, the down. Ooh, somebody do that. If somebody makes mods and does mods for teardown, somebody try to make a mod that you puts the cyberpunk universe or the cyberpunk city into teardown. That would be badass. That'd be really badass. So play a little teardown. Um, on the last stream that I did, I played a bunch of Persona 4 Golden, uh, also, you know, two, playing two Persona games at the same time, but I have played Persona 4 Golden before, but I am getting back into it. Um, it is a bit different of a style of game, um, same concepts, same things going on, but a lot of things that Persona 4 Golden did, Persona 5 Royale, fixed and made better because in persona Four gold i'm like wait i can't just battle with each individual team member and choose what they do in the fights no they do what they want want to do which means they like to waste a lot of their sp points and they're all drained of their sp points and i'm like hey i'm not giving you teammates any more sp points i'll give you hp but I won't give you an OSP because you guys waste it all like a bunch of nothing. <laughs> and I would never do that. <laughs> uh, and for the first time, because uh, since I played the Persona 4 games, I haven't played that since uh, Navita. And on the Vita version, I never knew you could m- fuse uh, Persona cards together. I should have because I played the game and I got really deep into the game. But I was younger and stupider back at that time. So I didn't do that. This time I actually did it for the first time. And I think I made a few um, badass card creatures, whatever, Personas. And uh, maybe that'll help me on my future non-struggles in the game. There's a lot of stuff goes on in Persona 4 Golden that I'm just realizing, playing it again for the first time. And, um, you know, pay attention to the story. Still early on in the game because I'm just trying to do whatever, whenever, and learning the concepts. Learning and Persona 4 Golden, though, I found out you could get and purchase and get and earn a lot more SPs, um, SP um, items than you do in Persona 5 Royale. See, in Persona 5 Royale, mostly I just make coffee. I can go to certain vending machines, but I mostly got to just make coffee to get my SP which is very little persona 4 golden's a little bit more, uh, uh, generous, but not as generous enough to let my persona five character, um, team waste all the SP and try to have me give them more. I'm not going to give them more SP maybe once in a great while, give them a little shot of some SP points so they could do some moves, but in any, um, aspect of it I'm not going to just hand over all my SP to them because they wasted like a bunch of gluttons in that game which is why gl- I'm glad in Persona 5 Royale I get to play as each character and choose their um, what abilities they're going to use to f- do in a fight so and if you don't know what the hell I'm talking about because you never played Persona 5 Royale or Persona 4 Golden or any Persona game If you got Game Pass, maybe this is the time for you to play a Persona game, either on PC or on the Xbox. And it's also on the Switch, if you want to purchase them on the Switch. That's always a great thing to uh, do and play on. I do have Persona 4 and 5 on the Switch, but I've been playing them on the console because I like my Chivos. And then... um, Eventually, I'm going to play him again on the Switch because why not? Why not do different things, take different uh, uh, paths and abilities? Excuse me for the yawning, you know, relaxing here, getting a little too comfy on this chair. That's the problem with me podcasting in my office here. I got this really great chair that just makes me want to fall asleep in it. So that's why I get a little tired when I'm super relaxed. I'm just talking and I'm talking to myself and I got this nice voice where I'm just like, falling asleep here oh yeah i hear myself talking i'm putting myself to sleep (laughs) i don't know what it's doing to the rest of you but uh anywho persona 4 golden persona 5 royale teardown played on the last stream two weeks ago from now you know the friday before friday i played splatoon 3 again finally woo where, 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 wait. Enjoy your gaming. There we go. Woo, woo, woo. Hey, 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 DJ. Okay, that was not a gaming thing, but okay. That's okay. That's okay. It's always a, a thing in progress. I should just use the... Mm, I, I'm going to try to do that stuff, too. I've got to add some more sound effects to my soundboard here. After I redid it all, I changed everything, and I made everything a lot different than I should have, but... Anyway, it's a work. Always works in progress. But um, yeah. Finally played Persona or Persona <laughs> Splatoon three. Um, did it on the live stream. Had fun. Did very well. Uh, mind you, I was the base guy mostly, uh, because everybody else likes to jump in the fray. And I was like, oh, if you're gonna jump out there and do all the battling and the inking i want to make sure our base is fully covered with our ink so i like to do that and then i then i start going out there little by little helping out trying to kill uh learning new weapons got new weapons and uh then at the end i just you know sometimes when they stick closer to the base i jump out there in the fray and i try to cause some havoc for the other teams and uh, we won, you know. Me and different people won a lot of matches, lost a lot of matches. Because uh, I'm not going to say it's because of me, because I actually died less this time around playing Splatoon. Splatoon, Splatoon. I almost called it Spertona. <laughs> Spertona, Spertona. That that's a pretty good name. Write that down, somebody. Spertona. I added a little Splatoon to persona to Daytona, which equals spritona. Splatoon plus persona plus Daytona equals spurtona. Wow, we learned some new words here on today's show. Spartona. I should have called the show Spurtona. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> hmm Oh, it's crazy oh so crazy oh crazy 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 um anywho yeah so yes played some splatoon again um i promised you myself and stated to you guys many times that i wanted to get back into the world of splatoon again because don't forget i paid the 20 bucks for the year and i did buy the game for 60 bucks so i should get some more use out of it um yeah, you know, I got other games coming out that I'm going to be playing more of. I'm not too worried about playing Splatoon. It still seems like a very full and lively game. Like a lot of people are still playing it on a regular basis. So I'm not too worried about jumping in right away in the fray. Two, uh, when uh, the spring summertime comes up, I'm going to have a lot more time Playing Spur- Sp- spurtona <laughs> i'm just gonna keep saying it Spertona, splatoon 3 um outdoors because i have just purchased an awning for my front of my house a very expensive awning i'm not gonna even get into the details on this podcast there'll be another podcast but um so i'll be able to hang out on my front deck porch and be able to go outside do some gaming because, you know, I have my my mesh system is all around there. So, I'm not too worried about internet connections. I, I never tried my Switch outside, actually, in the front. Because I never brought my Switch outside because it was always too sunny. But um, when it gets warm again and nice weather hopefully comes and I got that uh, nice awning, which will block all the nice sun from getting and burning me and not letting me see my game, uh, I'll be able to sit out there in the front, just chillax, Play sp- some Splatoon three. <laughs> play some Splatoon three and um, a bunch of other games on my Switch that I got. You know, I'm I'm basically just still stockpiling games. I buy games for the Switch. I don't play them because I'm stockpiling because I know when that day comes when they put up my new uh, awning, which is going to be kick ass, very expensive, but kick ass. Um, I'll be able to go out there, do it, not worry about being blinded by the sun. And eventually I'm going to have it so that at night, you know, I'll have some of the little things up and eventually I got to get some power out there to the front. I got to put in a power plug up front of my house. That is another thing that I got to do in the springtime, get some uh, power to the front there so I can put like a little TV or something out there or whatnot. I don't know yet. But I um, got a lot of ideas, you know, a little at a time. But uh, I cannot wait to go out there and play my Switch. I'll do that in the spring and summertime. And, you know, just do some uh, Splatoon and Grand Theft Auto games I got on there. I got, um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, more Mario Rabbits, The Sparks of Hope. I got to play and beat. Bunch of other little games that I got for the Switch that I want to play and beat. Of course, this pers- Splatona games, this Persona games. And um, yeah, cannot wait. Cannot wait. The only game I'm probably not going to be playing on my Nintendo Switch this fall, this fall, this spring, summertime, is probably going to be um, Zelda. And uh, we'll get into that in a little bit. You already know I'm sp- speaking of. And, of course, the final game that I played as of this recording is Power Wash Simulator for the PC. I also, um, which, of course, that's fun. I just got done with the helicopter, uh, helicopter, helicopter. Um, What am I working on next? Oh, the Mayor's Mansion and the Power Wash Simulator for PC game. But um, beyond that uh today after this podcast i do plan on playing some hi-fi rush again getting back into the rush with some hi-fi rush because i i want to play it i want to beat it i want to play it i want to beat it and um then i'm probably just going to move on from it of course because uh there's no reason for me to have to go back into it and play it i'm getting everything i want to get out of it I think it's a great game for that. There's a lot of uh, little things, little quirks that I just don't like about the game. But overall, I'm excited about the game, the story. I like most of the gameplay. Um, The platforming is okay-ish sometimes. But still got those little points where it's just like, eh. But um, I'm going to get back in there, play more (laughs) play more uh hi-fi rush hopefully today try to finish that up i want to eventually finish that game up i'm pretty farish into the game i forgot where i ended up i just got the one senior lady to join our team you probably know what i'm talking about because i'm very (laughs) bad at remembering character names but we just got the lady the security lady yeah yeah she she was the head of security. And the company wasn't really trusting her, apparently, as it sounded in the game. So we actually st- took her. We actually kidnapped her, technically. We had to because they were going to offer her <laughs> like us. They were trying to kill her on top of us. And uh, she joined our little exclusive club team of misfits and, um, and Chai's. He's dumber than shit as ever, and uh, Pepperman is trying to, s- to tell him, I w- "If I was Pepperman, I'd smack him outside the back of his head." Says Chai, "Stop being a dumbass." <laughs> but um, now she's a part of her team, and now we're just gonna go ahead and sh- still try to take down the company. It's great that you have these big uh, <laughs> people then inside, and having a security person on your side is probably one of the best things you could do for sending uh, a game i don't know just thinking but um had, i had a lot of fun with hi-fi rush and uh when i get back into it probably like i said after this podcast uh gonna have a lot more fun what more can i say on that nothing more so those were the games that i played in the past week I should put weeks. I should put an S here in the lowercase s in my show notes because I am doing this, uh, you know, every couple weeks, every two weeks. So it's better that I do it every two weeks on that. Okay. So why don't we get into the matter? Um, let's see here. We're going to kick off because we do got some acto blizzard micro actor blizzard talk to talk about because of course that's always what's going to be in the news right now. That's the main thing the call of duty sell call of duty da 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 governments not knowing what they're doing and. They're taking stupid sides to stupid problems that are not problems, and they don't know what they're talking about. And they're just trying to make a name for themselves and think that they're almighty badasses. It's always somebody's got something to prove, and they don't think of the right situations because they're they don't know how the game industry is really run or the tech industry. But you know, governments want to try to put their foot down and try to make some proclamations and some. Um, rules and stuff about no 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 you can't take over oh that's antitrust oh that's a monopoly but yeah we got all these monopolies out here in the world that are much bigger and much more powerful that actually do things to hurt people unlike the games industry but you know i'm not there in the uk jolly old england old mate i could say go fuck themselves you know we beat you one time, we'll beat you another time. UK it's regulators, they're, they're probably pocketed. People don't want to say it, but I, I still think a lot of these so-called politicians here, UK, anywhere else that has a say about it, I think they're being pocketed some money or something. They're getting something out of this to keep Microsoft from getting the Activision-Blizzard deal through. And even though I can't prove it myself, you just look at the signs and how many people are saying, oh, who gives a shit? And then you just got these few people and these few companies like Sony and, you know, Google, because they they're got they just out for blood for Microsoft right now especially with the whole chat GPT thing going on and all that and all the other stuff and they're like no we just don't we just don't want microsoft to do it because why we couldn't do it so why should they do it nah. that's why i'm not a google fanboy anymore google cuz you guys are a bunch of big fat ass babies instead of coming up with your own bull, your own shit you guys fail and then when you fail you you like to blame other people and cry about it and and nvidia they're just probably just doing it because you know not only do they want some of these games to come out on their platform they probably don't like microsoft because microsoft went with amd for chips for the the consoles and stuff and sony they're just a bunch of fucking whiny babies over there right now but we'll get into that in a little bit i want to talk about this problem the reason why i am not getting the legend of zelda um what's it called Mm, the tears of the kingdom tears of the kingdom i'm not gonna get it right away eventually i would like to get it depending on how it does out in the wild and if there's not problems with it or something because we have not really seen much about it they showed us little things in the picky thing you know things they showed us is in a safe way because nintendo likes to be safe with their presentations they like to show us in a safe secluded um airtight environment where they're showing us the good stuff about the game like oh look at this this runs like this and this runs like that and it's probably running on some supercomputer and then when you get it and get it and buy it and you play it on your super old switch how many years old is the switch now like six seven years old or something i was seeing it's it's pretty old it's pretty old it's been out there for a while and uh basically you know it that hardware is running ugh, slow it's old hardware. It is time to get upgraded and Nintendo being Nintendo being the Apple of the video game world, as I still like to call them they they they're stuck in their Japanese minds they're still stuck in their Japanese minds, their hearts, their asses, whatever you want to say about them. And they're very sticklers, stickish and sticklers about, oh, we got to bring out the new hardware now because they're, they're they're afraid if they do that, they're going to cannibalize their Switch market and then people just stop buying Switches altogether right away because they're still selling like hotcakes, which, yeah, that makes sense because it's a great system and it's got great games on it. But if you're going to announce a new system and the rumors that I hear about that new system being backwards compatible with switch games or switch carts i should say um there should be no problem with people switching to a new switch 2.0 or whatever you call the next council the the freedom council the n- next council whatever you want to call it and two the Nintendo's always like, well, we also want to save money on our chipsets for these consoles. So their their thing is, if we create this new console, it's going to cost way more for us, which means we got to make some money off this console because we don't want to lose any money off this console. So we got to sell it to you guys for a lot more money. And trying to get the chips and the stuff for the new handheld console hybrid because i think that's what they're going to stick with the next time around as i loosely loosely heard uh they just want it so they can profit and make out on the console and not have a failure like they did with the wii u back in the day when they went from wii to wii u which this would be a different story and we all know nintendo they're bad at technology Yes, they are. They they like to create new things and new experiences and technology, but they're bad at creating next-gen technology. They're, they're bad at getting into the future. Internet, they suck at it. Nintendo is not an internet-based company. They do not know how to do gaming on the internet for shit. Splatoon, they're very lucky of how Splatoon's working out for them. But if you want to go do chats or whatever, you got to do it off of phone and all that other stuff. It's like, what is, what are you thinking, Nintendo? What is wrong with you guys? Get into the twenty first, twenty second, twenty third century or whatever we are at right now. Get into the future. I know you guys don't want to try think about that stuff because you know how much of a toxic environment uh, the future is of gaming and online and all that. But come on. Make things more robust back at your um, so-called Nintendo Online, Nintendo Network, whatever you want to consider calling it. And hardware-wise, they always try to look for the best deals on hardware for chipsets. So, sure, they probably want the next generation NVIDIA system on a chip for the next switch whatever with more power so we could do at least up to 4k or whatever the chips can do even though my phone could do 4k and all your phones probably could do 4k and i only spent what two about three hundred dollars on my phone on my motorola uh what is it g or five g5i whatever it's the it's the um it's the it's the writing version of the phone g5 g7 i don't know what it is i forgot what kind of i got the emerald phone though it's 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 the one they write with but um it only was 300 bucks from the motorola store when it came out and it does 4k it runs shit great i got a samsung tablet that i paid what 250 for and it it's the latest greatest and it runs shit way better than a switch could and why can't Nintendo do something similar? i don't know. I don't know why what Nintendo thinks and how they act. nobody does unless if you're inside the company that is Nintendo, which then everything is super top secret like a like an apple would be. Nintendo is like I said, Apple of the video game world, but um. They're not going to go and get the latest, greatest chipsets like Microsoft and Sony would do for the next-gen consoles. They want to make money off their hardware. They want to make money off their hardware, their software, and anything around their properties as they can and not lose any money off of anything. That's how they work. That's how Nintendo works. They want to be profitable from the very start. They don't want to become profitable. They don't want their consoles to sell at a loss. So that they have to recoup that money. And you know. They want to make bank. The same with their games. The games are just like their console. And um, when they try to get new games made for the console. Like they are struggling with now it seems like. And when people are porting games to that console. Which they're sort of doing right now. it. It's a a bit harder because this hardware is so old. People are used to it. People know how to make games for it. But then are they able to lock their true potential of the games? Now, sure, I always go to say, well, why do we need consoles to be such and such? Why do we need games to push the limits every single time to the greatest degree? This would be probably the opposite of that, what I'm saying. This would contradict what I say about like Microsoft and Sony and others when they try to make gaming hardware or pc hardware make games that have and people that make games that have to strive for the highest fidelity graphics horsepower shaders dlss all this other stuff nintendo on a system like nintendo everything is low-key everything from the hardware to the power of the system to the games that are made for it but even though everything's low power people know how to make those games and make them good but at a ease where it's like okay development for these games probably is a lot cheaper on a nintendo system than it is for other systems pc excluded because you can always make a lower end game for the pc it doesn't matter about pc pc can have unlimited power potentials for all i care because that is something is The easiest, not the cheapest, but the easiest to upgrade out of all systems, out of all the systems I'm talking about. But with the Switch, it is older hardware. So, and it's been out six plus years now, give or take. And being said that, People been making the same games, trying to make pull all the power they can because they've been doing so much stuff. Then they've been, you know, they've been expanding on their horizons of how, yeah, saying so, sp- expanding their making of the games on this system hardware and going. Okay, we are hitting our limits now. We have done whatever we could have done for years and years and years. Now it is time for. Nintendo to start thinking about a next-gen hardware because we are actually pushing to those limits now instead of just building up like you would on the Xbox or PlayStation or PC where you can build up those those qualities, those um, games to make them bigger, better, more vibrant. But what people think all the time is, oh, we got to just throw whatever the latest, greatest is now. And that is why game development is... Up now, meaning in costs to make a game because people are just like, we gotta make this look so good. We gotta make this like look like realistic. It's gotta be big game. We gotta do all this other stuff. We gotta push the consoles and the high hard PC hardware to their limits. And it's like, do you really or do you could you just make a good, really good game? And then eventually, if you want to up the stakes, you can up the stakes. But it it doesn't seem like the industry goes that direction they go for oh we want to do this but in the terms of nintendo and i know i'm talking about this very long time they're not doing that they're not pushing any other stakes maybe with this latest newest and latest zelda game that's coming out in uh soon uh the tears of the kingdom Maybe the people that are making it within Microsoft or whoever's making the Z- Zelda game, I think it's Microsoft. I forgot who else makes it. But within the company making it, they're just hitting the limits. They're just going, okay, we're we're trying to squeeze out as much power out of the system as possible, but making it so that the game plays hopefully decently, like the last one, when that came out on uh, on launch day. And we're trying to pull, push as many pixels and do as much stuff we can within this game without the hardware slowing down, freezing up, crashing, whatever a switch might do. And they're hitting that ceiling and they're not going over that budget with, you know, resources to make the game for the system. Cause they got to hit, they hit that, that ceiling, that, that ceiling of, Okay, this is as much as we can do on the system without compromising the way the game plays or feels. This is how much we can do. The system will allow us to go and blah, 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 and look and feel and et cetera, et cetera. But is this game, which, mind it, we're in the same world that we were last time in the, as of the Breath of the Wild. They might have tweaked the world a bit. And changed it up a little bit. Maybe did a little something here. Did a little paint job there. But technically we're in the same world. In the same kingdom. So the people making this Z- latest Zelda game. Link uh, the Tears of the kingdom. My thoughts are. They already have a lot of those assets that work. A lot of those assets they can just maybe Clean up a little bit more, make it a, them a little bit better, you know, tweak them just a little bit more. And all they have to do is add a new story, add some extra elements, which they, we've seen in uh, the latest Nintendo Directs and stuff. And bring up, you know, little different things to do within that same type of world as I'm looking at it. Unless if when you're going into the sky because you're supposed to be able to fly and stuff right, right now in this game. Uh, I wonder if they did some more stuff in the sky or something. We'll find out because, like I said, they haven't really showed anything about it or is it just you can fly from place to place in the same world that you were in before. Now, if that is the case, so why would they want, why would they be charging $70 for a game that they just basically slapped, um, and I hate to say the term slapped, but basically slapped a new coat of paint over the old, the other game, the last game, built it up, upgraded stuff, did some stuff, added new story, this and that, added some new elements. Why would you then go around and say, hey, we're going to charge $70 for this game. It's going to be a bigger adventure. It's going to be a lot longer. There's going to be some more stuff to it because Nintendo came out and said, oh, yeah, this game is going to be the biggest Switch game on a cartridge. Sure, you're going to have to use maybe a bigger cartridge, which we don't even know that they're opting to put out the game on a bigger cartridge because they haven't sent anything yet. And people are getting worried that, oh, is they going to cheap out on the cartridge and they're going to put this bigger game and you're going to have to download the rest of the game to your system, but yet they're going to still charge $70. People are like, okay, that's pissing us off if they do that because that means they're just saying, well, we're charging you more and you're getting less because you're not going to be able to run this whole game off the cartridge until you download the rest of the game via the update from the Switch Online. That, That would suck. Now, if they are opting for the new cartridge, the 32 gigabyte, which I don't know why in the fuck these cartridges are so expensive, these memory carts. They've been in this industry for how long now? They've been working and building these cartridges at their... I don't know if they're teamed up with somebody or whatnot. I forgot. I think they were teaming up with somebody that makes these cartridges. But you would think the amount of cartridges and stuff that they make and... Sure, memory... I don't even even understand the memory. Because you can buy a micro SD card, like a one terabyte one for like 80 bucks now. I've seen on Amazon. I have... In my system, do, don't I have like a – I forgot how much I have in my Switch system. I'll have to look. I think I have like a a 512 gigabyte card in that system, and that's plenty. If I wanted to opt to get a 1 terabyte or 1.5, which is eventually coming out, I think they said terabyte micro SD card for the system, I could easily probably just do that. But you're telling me that these cards going to cost – x amount of money extra when memory sure memory could be expensive but memory for like this should be a lot cheaper and because you guys are making so many and making so many games and put them on these carts so many times you would think that they'd be saving money on production with this stuff but i don't know and even so why would you why would it cost an extra ten dollars for the game On top of that, why would it cost your people? And they don't even want to admit it. Now, people are asking them, you know, uh, the press is actually asking Nintendo, why are you charging more for this game? Are you going to go forward and charge $70 for all your Nintendo games going forward? And, you know, Nintendo came out with a half ass answer and saying, oh, no, no, this is one of those special times we're just going to charge $70 on the titles that we feel like are worth $70 and stuff. And this is just once in a while thing. It's not going to be for every game or something like that. Not that I believe them. And they don't go into mentioning, well, why did you feel like this title needed to be charged $70 for this title? everybody was thinking fifty nine ninety nine, I was thinking fifty nine ninety nine, and it never said a damn thing. If they would have said, "Well, because we're using the bigger cartridge," because we got to fit the game on the bigger cartridge for everybody, I I think people would be like, "Oh, okay." Even though we don't understand why these cartridges are so much more expensive when it's only like what thirty two gigabytes on a card or sixty four gigabytes on the card. I forgot how big is a. How, hmm, let me check here if I can get an answer here. Um, how big is the switch cart cartridge? Okay, how I should it? Have... Okay, how big is this cart? Um, Cart, Ridge, oops, Ridge Memory go up to, question mark, let's see here. Okay, it says it goes only up to 32 gigs. I thought it could go up to 64, but it goes up to 32 gigs so a switch cartridge can hold up to 32 gigs of data which is less than a dual layer blu-ray disc no shit (laughs) or a dvd or a memory card micro sd card and blah 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 um but yeah so why would it be way more expensive for this because it's also the what do they say why why would it be so much more expensive for them to put make these cartridges than it is a micro SD card? And if they knew it was going to be more expensive, why why even go sell physical games at all? They should have just went the, the digital route and had everybody download these games and say, Hey, buy micro SD cards. They're cheap. We want to save you guys some money because you're going to be spending more money on the system. Maybe that's what they should do for the next system. But I also know that not everybody still has good enough internet out there. And two, I also know that um, that the last time, and this was a long time ago, when the PSP uh, Go was it, back when that was all more memory-based, that it kind of not really took off because, you know, people didn't want to spend all that money on the memory cartridge on the memory uh, sticks. And they didn't want to spend, they didn't want to download the games they want a physical base game. But we are getting into that time of the world where yes, most of the shit is going, going to be all digital and going forward. And more and more people are more, more of these companies like Microsoft and Sony and such are pushing for digital downloads of the games more and more. So Mm, i think it would be a less hassle this time around plus nintendo could always implement this in in their systems like hey okay you don't got internet at your house to download this game but you want to buy this game and buy this new system even though this is all digital system why don't they have it where you can go to a, a best buy or walmart or GameStop if those are going to still exist or Target, or something, and go to one of those places, and they'll have the kiosk, like a Nintendo kiosk, there with internet and all that. And you can buy your game through that kiosk, which means it brings you into those stores still, which makes the retailers still happy because you're they're actually getting people coming into the store to come in to buy the game from the store and not just online somewhere else. And That means it's in. They're in their stores, and they might buy some other stuff in their stores. But still, you you can have this like little Nintendo booth, which has you know, where you just go, oh, I want to download this game to my system. Bring in your system into the into the store. Pay with your credit card or whatever, gift card or whatever you want to do to buy the game there. Have it download to your system the manuals could be all digital and stuff and there you go and then you'd be on your way and then if down the road if you don't have enough room and you had to delete one of your games or something or whatever and it knows that you own the game because it's in your in your um history slash your profile you can always go back to any which you should be able to go to any not just that individual store but to any store and just go there and say redownload and you can redownload there or via the internet if you do get the better internet at your house. That's what Nintendo should do if they want to go all digital. Or anybody, if anybody wanted to, it would be a little harder to bring your Xbox and PlayStation in, but there should be an easier way to do that stuff so if people don't have internet, they could still download and play their games. But for Nintendo, that would work because their system is a hybrid, handheld, console hybrid system. And I know I'm moving around my chair, so sorry if you're hearing that in the background. Trying to get a good sitting position to talk but i don't get the whole idea of charging 69 99 70 for this game i think it's an atrocity and I, I think it's just nintendo going hmm microsoft sony everybody else is charging 70 for games now or they're starting to let's see if we can get away with charging 70 on our game even though we have no rhyme or reason to i know they're Going to be upgrading people's salaries for the first time over at Nintendo, everywhere around the world, and people are getting paid a bit more and stuff, I guess. And um, that's something they might use. But if that's true, if it's because the price of the cartridge is going to cost them a little bit more to produce, and they are planning to give people better money, if they went along and said, Yeah, these are the two aspects on why we wanted to charge $70. Or we're going to eventually charge $70 for our games. Okay, at least you got a reason. But if you're saying nothing like so Nintendo is doing right now and saying nothing about it and trying to go and say, well, no, no, people just go buy the game. Don't worry about it. And trying to hide the fact that they're trying to do that, that just says to me like, okay, whatever. I'm not going to buy the game. And I said that. I didn't buy the Dead Space remake. I'm going to wait till that gets really cheap. I'm not buying any other games that are going to be $70, like that Callisto Protocol, which... How much is that right now? Because that game wasn't doing well. Let's see if it went down in price. Uh, the Callisto. The Callisto. I can't even spell it. The Callisto. Sto, sto, Callisto. I can't even spell protocol. I can't spell for shit. The Clu- search instead for Callisto protocol. No, I'm looking for the game. Maybe if I just type in Dead Space, maybe it'll come up. <laughs> Cause it'll be a uh, Oh, results. Uh, here's the Dead Space remake 6999 The Coolest Protocol. How come I can't spell? hmm <laughs> uh, let's see here. The coolest The coolest der- Oh, the cl- okay, it's K C It's C A L L I S T O. Okay. See, I pfft, I can't spell and that was one of those weird words that I could not spell. Let's see how much it is here. Is it still It went down. It went down to 59.88 on Amazon right now and it's 59.88 on Amazon. Um the PS4 version is forty-four ninety five. Ooh, how about uh it's fifty-six for the Xbox One edition. <laughs> it costs more on Xbox One than it does for the PlayStation 4. That's weird. That is weird. Um I'm just looking at stuff here. Somebody wants Oh, that's an import. But it's still like fifty, sixty bucks. I'll wait. I'll wait till it goes down. It'll go down. And Dead Space is too expensive. And for games that are still being underwhelming and they're charging $70, that, that just makes me a little frustrated, especially if one is a remake, which is Dead Space. Now this, I don't, like I said, if Nintendo doesn't say anything about why this game is $70, the reason behind it, and on top of it, if the game comes out and I will have a field day with this, if this happens, even though I'm not buying it right away, if the game comes on, I find out that people are getting, are having to still download part of the game because they don't want to give them the, the bigger cartridge to put the game on and they have to go and download a big update to play the game. Oh, people are going to be pissed. I will be pissed for them, too, but they will be pissed because that would be like, okay, you're charging $70 for the fucking game now, and yet it's still not all on a cartridge? Really? So I'm hoping Nintendo doesn't do that, because if they do that, they're just going to open up a can of fucking worms on their part. And uh, I still don't believe that most of these people should be charging 70 dollars for their games because a lot of them especially for remakes are not worth it now if you come out with a giant brand new giant game that uses it like every bit of ray tracing this that it's the br- brand spanking new out of the box took lots of things it looks so realistic you know it has everything you could see under the sun and you're saying well this is the next next gen experience and this took like a lot of people a lot of money and a lot of time to do and you prove it. Okay. $70. But if you're going to just horse shit around and say, no, we're just going to charge $70 because we want to see what the market does. And this is a big game and a lot of people want to buy it, which charge $70 for it. Cause we can, ugh, that puts a big ugh on there and Nintendo's device their switch is over six years old and you want to charge $70 for a six year old console handheld hybrid game. Now, if they came out with the next generation switch or whatever it's going to be, and this game was for that. And they said, okay, we're going to charge $70 for that. Okay. I would be like, okay, it still seems kind of wrong to me. But it's your next-gen device and system, and this game is being built from the ground up, hopefully, to be on your next-gen system, which will hopefully run better, look better, be bigger, you know, stuff like that. But if none of that is happening, and you guys aren't saying a damn word of why you're charging extra money for this game and why you're going to charge different types of money for different games on how big and quality they are, which... I'm guessing that's what they're thinking, which I think is a bunch of bullshit. Um, At least let us know. At least be open to why you're doing it. I think it's just because the shareholders think they can pocket some more money. And they're saying, hey, Nintendo, why don't we just charge some more money so we can make some more money here? Because, you know, all these corporate entities, which, you know, I hate corporations like anybody else up to a point, I like corporations up to a point, but then I hate them for everything else is because shareholders, because they're owned by multiple people that just care about one thing, making a lot of money off that company. And they don't understand how growth works. And all they think about is, well, we want to make X amount of dollars. We want more money, more money every quarter because we want our stock money to go up. Cause stocks is the stock market is the devil of our world. And, and, even though I do have some stuff in stocks and that's only because the 401ks and stuff is all stock-based, not that I'm proud of it. I do keep money like in regular savings accounts, high yield savings accounts, because I'm like, shit, I'll try to earn my money a little slower, but I'll earn it more legitly. I hate the stock market. I was always planning on trying to do it, but then I'm like, no, no, too volatile. It's stupid. I'd rather just save the money on, by myself and not gamble it because that's all it is is a big thing to gamble with and i know i'm getting away from game talk i could talk more about this on the other podcast but if nintendo isn't saying anything on why they want to charge 70 dollars, like do you think anybody else talked about anything you think sony said why they're charging 70 dollars for their games no they just wanted to do it because they wanted more money in their pockets microsoft on the other hand I think they just started charging $70 for some games or something, or they were kind of trying to keep away from that. But overall, it just came to, okay, everybody else is doing We got to do it as well. But also they got Game Pass, so they know if they got first-party games coming out that most smart people will just get Game Pass and play those games on Game Pass and stuff, maybe spend a little money here and there. But if you're like me and you got Game Pass or Game Pass Ultimate, You don't have to spend that $70 on that game. Mm -hmm. But I think it's a travesty. I will hold off of buying the next Zelda game uh, until, you know, I'll save up. I'll wait till the game goes down in price, which (laughs) is usually not the case or it'll take a very long time to, but uh, sometimes there's sales, there's a Black Friday sales and I might think depending if the cartridge is going to be the big cartridge so you don't have to download the rest of the game. But if I find out, or if we find out, I should say, that uh, they're trying to cheapen out even more and trying to make more money off the game by giving you the smaller cartridge and not being able to fit the game on the cartridge, um, not only will I complain very much about that and, and uh, cuss them out, but... You know, I'll wait to get it digitally probably. I'll just say, fuck it. Why should I buy a cartridge based on this game? If I can't just pop the cartridge in and play it, I might as well just get it off their, what? their, um, their digital store, which eventually will have like Black Friday deals or something on it. it. Might go down to 60 or 50 or something. And then I'll get like some kind of a gift card from Amazon that I could get some Amazon points or whatever. I'll think of a way to figure out how to get the game cheaper. And then eventually I'll get it if it's good. If it's good, if it's not a bunch of the same, or if it ain't slow and broken and stuff, I'll I'll eventually get it. It's just I'm not going to get it right away because I vowed I'm not going to spend more than sixty five dollars on a game because it's already sixty five dollars because you know fifty nine ninety nine times the great old the great sales tax of New York <laughs> add nine percent to that basically, and you got sixty five dollars and whatever sense uh yeah uh so I'll wait on any game that's 70 dollars I'll wait I don't mind waiting uh you know the game will always be out there digitally or physically and eventually I'll get it one way or another and you know I don't mind downloading a game digitally anymore if I could get it cheaper You know, I'd like to have physical copies of games. That is who I am. But if we are going to take that turn into the world of digital games and stuff, I'm there. I'm ready. I have the internet. I have the power to do it. And uh, just like I said, the upcoming game that I'm going to be playing this weekend or this weekend, this Friday, upcoming this Friday, um, Yakuza... I know it's I call it Yakuza, but like a Dragon Ishin comes out Tuesday, and then I'm going to be playing it for this Friday stream of the start of the new Yakuza Like Me series. Yeah, um, that game is only sixty bucks, sixty five dollars, because you know it's fifty nine ninety nine, and it's technically a new game. It is an old game that was put out not too long ago on the PlayStation 4, they said, I think they said it was. It was a, originally a game for the PS4, but they changed it up. They put in all the Yakuza characters into this game, and they made it look better. So it's basically a brand new game. <laughs> to me, it's a brand new game because i never seen or played this type of game. I played it in the verse, but they're bringing the verse to this game, and they're doing this weird shit to it, and it's like, okay, okay. Okay, so yeah, that's that's worth sixty five dollars right there, but um, seventy dollars Nintendo shame for shame. But what do I what do I care? You are Nintendo. You are the Apple of the video game world. You are the Disney of the video game world. Whatever I want to say, you are that kind of a p- place, and it's sad because before Nintendo made cheaper products and put out cheaper games for people with for the kids and people and stuff and now they're going up in price just like all the other gaming consoles and ha- hardware and software and they're not really even doing it as well as microsoft's or sony or like a pc in gaming and they're not even doing they're not even trying as hard so yeah yeah so when do we get into the other lovely thing that we love to talk about, and that is Microsoft still at it, still trying to buy Activision Blizzard and Activision Blizzard, still trying to be bought, but because of people like the UK and everywhere else, all whining and crying and not no understanding a damn thing that they're talking about because they don't give a shit because they're in the pockets of Sony in some way, shape, or form, or they're Sony fanboys or something, and all the... Th- things around this deal is only because of one fucking game called call of fucking duty because these people are fucking shit duty heads so now 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 we got the uk complaining and saying hey we're not going to allow this to go through unless if you guys sell call of duty the call of duty franchise off to somebody else so first off who? How would you sell off the Call of Duty franchise? First off, who would want to? Who would be able to buy? Yay! Are you gonna want to buy the Call of Duty franchise? <laughs> Yay! How's that? Uh, Battlefield going? Imagine Call of Duty being part of. Uh, what would, what kind of engine do they use over there? Not Snowdrop. That's Ubisoft. Um, I'm trying to think of the darn engine that they use on their on their battlefield tech oh shit oh dice the dice engine what no dice is part of that but um shoot i forgot the engine name it's been so long but imagine call of duty being on their engine oh shit oh shit because it wouldn't be on the call of duty engine it'd be on their engine and it'd be like which what is Call of Duty running on? Is it running on uh, Unreal or is it un- running on something else like their own proprietary engine? You would think it's on their own engine, but I don't know. But uh, if EA bought Call of Duty, ah, oh, you might as well consider that franchise dead. <laughs> okay, Sony, we're selling it. Guess what we were selling it to? To we're selling it Call of Duty to? Yay! And then everybody's gonna be like, no Uh, because ea didn't create a a shooter for a while now what what was their last battlefield game that came out (laughs) i always say and i still say it ea is the place where good developers and games go to die Unfortunately, EA used to be really good with games and game production. It seems like they have slipped and fell so many times on their heads that they try to put out games and stuff, and it just seems like. I'm sorry, EA. it it really, really like that. What's the next Plants vs Zombies game? And I'm not talking about that 3D battle thing. I want a real. I want to be able to play Plants vs. Zombies on my uh, phone again. Not that I want to play a phone game, but that's where it originally came out. And I want to play it on a, you know, tablet or my computer or whatnot. What, where is that? Where is that? You guys aren't doing that no more? No? Where? Where's a, a burnout game? Oh, no, you're still wor- working on that uh, Need for Speed series that hasn't taken off at all from the, start, the starting line. Hmm, they're the only, only ones I could think of able to purchase and take over that franchise. Maybe Take-Two. Take-Two might do that. They might want a Call of Duty because they don't have a big shooter. They got a big uh, um, online community and a uh, big uh, game called Grand Theft Auto there, but they don't got a Call of Duty on the Take-Two side. I, I don't. I don't know if they do. I don't think of anything. Nothing comes to mind that Take Two doesn't have anything for that. Um, Ubisoft—they're—they're—they're they're, they're in bad shape right now. I don't know what their financial situation is or anything, but uh, I would have said if they were still in their good graces with people and uh, in the gaming world of making games, I would say maybe maybe uh, Ubisoft. But right now they're not doing so hot. Don't give it to Square Enix because they'll just bury it. Sony, you can't just let Sony get it because if Sony got to buy that property, that would be under lock and key and then nobody would get to be able to play it on Xbox or PC or anything else because that's how Sony would do it because we all know Sony's greedy like that and that this whole thing is because Sony's whining and crying because they want the upper hand on things. But I don't think it would be... I think Microsoft really wants Call of Duty. They're just downplaying it. But here's the thing. You got all these other great franchises. You got the new Diablo that um, Blizzard was showing off a little bit of. And that there's going to be like a demo to be played of that game. Where you can play the demo. Which I wonder if I should try to get into that. Um, But... Nobody's talking about that. They don't care about... None of these regulars are going, No, we want to play the Diablo game on every other system and console. But if Microsoft has it, it's only going to be on the Xbox and Game Pass world. Uh, Microsoft likes making money. They still don't get it. Microsoft likes making money. Sure, these games will be on Game Pass. Sure, we understand that. But they're also going to try to sell them on other systems and consoles as well, like PlayStation and anything else that they could put this game on because they know Call of Duty will sell on basically anything and everything. So why would they want to kill extra money coming back to them, especially if they're spending almost $70 billion on a company? Why would they want to, you know, not sell and make as much money as they can, especially when they're not even... The third place company, or if they are the third place company, or whatever they are, I think they're number one in my heart. But still, they're still far behind everybody else. But <clears throat> why? Why are people so worried about that? What this one game is what's de- derailing the whole purchase of the company. So you know, you got these narrow-minded people like the UK government saying, Oh, we don't want to let you buy that because you're gonna hurt you're gonna hurt you're gonna hurt the market. You're gonna hurt everything. You're gonna hurt the gaming market and all that bullshit because there's a lot of competition out there, first off, there's a lot of indie developers out there. And Sony should just go and try to make their own fucking shooter game, but they won't because they suck at it. Because <laughs> they lost all their creativity. It all went down the drain after they started scamming people and buying these consoles which you know what i said to myself after the ps3 tried the ps4 briefly i said nope no more cut myself off of sony i'm sorry you you had me up to the ps3 and because you got more and more greedy and the controllers started sucking and your games are not as good as they used to be at least for me and i could get but your games on pc anyways and you guys are charging wanted to charge more and you guys aren't even putting out that as many games anymore why sony not putting out as many games anymore why is it taking you guys so long when you own a ton of studios Mm hmm 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 but um it's funny even you know you got bobby kodak which everybody hates him and i know i hate him Two, he's a bastard in the video game world. Activision Blizzard CEO, he he went out there and stated to the UK board would become the UK would become Death Valley if it didn't approve the company's uh, sale to Microsoft. You know, because Bobby he wants that money. He wants he wants a chunk of that six nine billion dollars sale because you know he owns the company pretty much. He owns the most shares, and two, he wants that uh, golden parachute. He wants to get out. He says, "Sure, I'll if you sell the company. I'm out. Microsoft could take over all the all the things of the company, all the day-to-day aspects. Two, two, I'm making a shit ton of money, so I don't need to be there. And three, if you don't sell it and this sale does not go through, then I remain the CEO of this company which everybody hates me <laughs> underneath me. And all the workers and people are scared because if he's still in charge and in power, you know he's gonna retaliate to them. And he might even retaliate to Sony because he's like, Sony, you just fucked up a deal, a big deal with me and tent with Microsoft. You guys could have still had Call of Duty. Microsoft was promising to put Call of Duty, continually put Call of Duty on your platform. Now, if Sony's weren't about the whole uh uh whatchama call it Xbox The uh, Game Pass thing. Okay, then say this: Sony. At least say this. Let's make a deal. Microsoft. How about this? We'll let you. We'll say okay. We'll we'll um we'll say nothing more about this incident. If not only you let us to keep uh, keep having Call of Duty on our console for the future, plus plus you you make an agreement that you won't put. Call of Duty cuz if that's all they care about, they'll only do if Call of Duty that you won't put Call of Duty out on Game Pass until a year of it being out. So after 1 year of Call of Duty being out, then Microsoft could put Call of Duty the new latest greatest Call of Duty on Game Pass. How about that? Cuz then that means it gives 1 year for Sony and Microsoft and everybody to sell the game or a year which that should be well more than enough time to sell a game like call of duty because i'm sure people if they want the game they're going to buy the game (laughs) it doesn't matter if it's you know whatever if it is coming on game pass the next year a lot of them will say hey i will play this game and purchase it right now so they can make those sales and then after the year goes by then you can put on game pass And sell the DLC and all that other stuff. That would be fair. That would be pretty fair. But Sony's not going to do that. Sony's going to be whining and crying. And going, eh, we're not going to do that. So, yeah. Hmm. Seems like like a, a bad situation where Sony's just making is lying and being old Japan, old Japan or Japanese and doing the old Japanese tactics where they're trying to cut the snake by the throat. As I try to make a little thing there. And they're trying to say, no, no, no. If Microsoft gets this, it's all over for us. Cause that's not true. None of that is true. But because you got dumb old fucks, in the UK the federal trade commission and a few others and then you got of course Google and Nvidia which they got they're just pissed because they can't get any money out of this deal at all and they just want to cause problems cuz you know Google's mad at Microsoft for other things and it's not even like they have a game console anymore in the competition because they killed the Stadia which was a piece of shit in the first place and, and NVIDIA is just pissed off, probably at Microsoft, because they're not buying using their chips for the next generation consoles. They're using AMD stuff. So, you know, they all got their little wah wahs to, to say. But, um anywho, you know what? You know what's going to happen if this deal does not go through? And this is just my thought. This is my evil thought that Bobby Kodak should do, and he could probably do. I don't know what kind of lawsuits or what he would be looking at if he did this. But if the deal does not go through and it is blocked and Bobby Kodak has a vengeance against Sony, he can just say, you know, the next Call of Duty and all these other games that we used to put on your system, on your consoles, Sony, because you fucked this over. Because you were the ones that were crying the loudest and wanting to fuck us over and you fucked me over on making a lot of money very fast and early where I could have been out of here with a golden parachute on top of it. You cost me and my company a fortune. Um, hmm. I don't think we're going to put any games on your system for a while. Hmm. I think we're going to not put the next Call of Duty on your system. We're going to make it exclusive for Xbox, PC. Shit, we'll even put it on the Switch. To Oh, we'll put it on the Epic Store. We'll put on the NVIDIA Store just to make them happy. But we're going to block it from you, Sony, because you pissed me off. So maybe he might do that. Maybe he'll say, nah, it's it sucks to play it on a PlayStation anyways. We're going to only have call of duty on xbox and everything else anyways so fuck yourselves (laughs) and then all these other games that we're coming out with like the nice diablo and this and that if they got anything else that they're coming out with we're just gonna put on uh, xbox and stuff on game pass and everything else they're gonna pay us pay us very well you know we'll, we'll we'll make it work you know and nintendo will get some of that action and everybody else but you you will not get any of it I wonder if he would do that. I wonder if he would or could do that where he just blocks Sony from anything, from any game coming on on their system after. Hmm. That would be uh, the biggest blow to Sony because it'd be like, okay, Microsoft. First off, you saved Microsoft $69 billion. Two, they still get the game exclusive to their console, which they could put on Game Pass and all that on top of it if they pay Activision Blizzard some good money. And it's going on on the Nintendo platforms and everything else, except for your console. Hmm. Hmm. That seems very evil, but very clever. And I'm sure that's not... that. I'm sure that has run past his little brain. I'm sure that's... I, I'm sure Bobby Kodak has thought of that. Saying, hmm. okay and that would circumvent anything that the FTC says or the UK shit you know what Bobby Coder could say hey we're going to we're going to put games out everywhere but for you you know UK sure you buy a lot of our games but we're not going to put any games on in the UK because you guys have pissed me off so we're blocking you UK from any games coming on in the UK. We're even closing whatever studios we have in, your, in the UK. We're closing those and we're pulling out because you guys have fucked over the deal. You have fucked me over. I got the power and the money. It's my company. I'm leaving. Bye-bye. We'll try harder for China and everywhere else, but bye-bye. Microsoft's giving us a bunch of money. We're good. See ya. Don't want to be ya. I wonder if they even if they pulled out and they didn't even want to go in the UK. I know the UK is like one of Microsoft's biggest um, players or one of the people that buy a lot of Xbox consoles, I guess. What if what if Microsoft just said, you know what, we're not going to sell Xboxes or the game. We'll just buy Activision Blizzard anyways. Say, fuck you, fuck you, everybody else. We just won't sell it in certain regions that have problems with it. I know that would be probably a big lawsuits waiting to happen, but what are they gonna do? Shut them down? What can a what can a government really do? They can't even do they can't even do their own shit you know, fix their own shit behind the scenes. You got a debt ceiling beyond a reasonable doubt here that they can never pay off because they spend too much money here within our governments and they just keep spending and spending and spending. And they're like, we're going to raise the debt ceiling again, a lot more because we can't pay off our debts. And if we run out of money then we're fucked up, we're fucking screwed. If we can't pay those debts and everything else going on, it's like, you can't even run your own country and you're worrying about fucking video games that's what i don't get these countries can't even run their own countries these governments and stuff can't run their own countries and fix things within their own countries but they're worried about a fucking video game company this isn't like microsoft buying i don't know an oil company or uh i don't know a big one of the big chip makers whatever and whatnot i don't know i don't know what it would be It's not like they're buying Verizon or something, Fios and stuff, and taking over the whole internet industry or whatnot. You know, they're not doing something like that. They're buying a fucking video game company. The last that any of us gamers have checked, there's a lot of fucking video game companies out there. A lot. So this should not be a problem. But, of course, you got people like Sony and the FTC... And people filing stuff. No, no, don't do that. And then when Microsoft subpoenaed Sony, so they can find out well what's going behind the scenes. Why are you saying you can't compete? All of a sudden, you're the number one gaming company out there still. So why can't why are you saying you can't compete? Hmm. Hmm. And they subpoenaed Sony saying, hey, if you can't compete, prove to us why. Show us show us the games that you're Show us what's going on behind the scenes and stuff. And Sony's like, oh, fuck no. Oh, fuck no. Oh, fuck no. They're trying to fight tooth and nail. They're they're filing for extensions. They're trying to not listen. They're trying to play little baby games over there at Sony. This is why I just don't like Sony anymore. Because they're turning into a bunch of fucking shitheads. Anti-competitive shitheads that are very, very doing bad, naughty things and... I just don't care about them anymore. I'm sorry. It's just, uh, I used to be a big Sony fanboy. I loved the PlayStation 2. That was the biggest console for me and the PS3 was great. You know, probably not as big as the PS2 era for me, but you know, PlayStation, PlayStation 2, PS3. When PS4 came out, I'm like, eh, I don't care about this console in the games. And then now it's like, no, we're the best, they're the leader, you know, PS4, 5. It's like, oh no, we're number one, we, 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 no, we, we don't give a shit about any of you, blah, 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 because we're number one, we're back to our own old Sony ways, even more so, because we don't want any competition now, <laughs> even though we say we don't, you know, even though we say we're not, um, well, actually, they don't say anything, but, you know, they got Square Enix in their back pocket, for fucking credit When's the last time a good one of the like the remakes final fantasies are they coming out to the xbox anytime soon who knows maybe maybe not i don't know sony's putting pumping in so much money into that to square enix and a bunch of other things they they got the gaming market on a tight squeeze from their point of view from that point of view and they still say no we can't compete so microsoft says okay you can't compete show us why we're subpoena subpoena. We're subpoenaing you so we can find out what's going on in your company, so that you know our lawyers and everybody else in the law and the whole uh, system can see. Okay, what do you got going on behind the scenes? If we can see what what's going on, if it's true or not. So, if it is true and you guys aren't having anything being made and stuff isn't really happening or going on behind the scenes and whatnot then we'll be like okay so there is some hard times for you back there but if not then why can't we just proceed with the wholesale of activision blizzard i know it's just a very dark and very very bad it's bad companies bad sony bad this that you know like i said this whole thing just makes me glad that i don't I don't buy Sony stuff. You know, I don't buy Sony TVs because they're always high-priced. Everything Sony is high-priced, more high-priced than a lot of other people because they, they think their shit doesn't stink and it's like, no, your TV's great and all, but I'd rather buy this, this Panasonic. Well, not Panasonic. This LG TV's a lot cheaper than you. High Sense is definitely damn cheaper than you. You know, stuff like that. So why should we buy a Sony TV if we can get and you know i'm not one of those snobs is like i have to have the perfect 4k i have to have the best of the best on 4k and all that stuff i want to be able to see the best um hdr and ray tracing on my console right this minute right this minute and second Mm, okay okay whatever there's very few people like that but for me i just want to play a good game Sure, I want it to look good, but I want to play a very... I just want to play a good game. And Sony overall has, you know, come out with stuff and I just don't really care about it anymore. You know, and I'm not going to buy... I'm not going to support that company. First off, because Microsoft is an American company and should support your, your, you know, your companies in your country, even though our country here in America... The great old United States of America hates big business because why would they want not want our businesses here in America to succeed even though they're in our country <laughs> and they were founded in our country and they're in our country. Why wouldn't we not want our own country things to succeed? I don't get it. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, sure. there There could be reasons that Big business can get too big, but who gets to decide what is too big in big business? And if you're so worried about places, people like Microsoft getting too big, why aren't you going after those companies called like the utilities companies and the phone companies, internet companies, stuff like that? If you're worried about big business, why don't you go after the ones that make the biggest difference in the country? Why are you going after companies like Microsoft and game companies and stuff? I'm talking way too much about this, but you know, that's my thought on the whole thing. It's like, really, really our own government doesn't like our big businesses here, but yet there's bigger corporations out there in the world and they're allowed to be big. They're pretty giant. They got a foothold on everything, but we should just, you know, subdue ourselves to them. Hmm hmm so we should just say oh well we're gonna just bow down to these people because that's what our country turned into a bunch of pussy asses and and the governments and these old people think differently they don't think like what a normal government you know they don't think like human beings anymore they think about stupidity it's all going back to the 60s man it's all going back to the fucking 60s and hippieville all these old people are hippies from Hippieville, and they're bringing their trying to bring the hippie way back into the culture, and it's not good. It's not good at all, man. It's not good. And in this whole thing where there's this back and forth, I guess even Microsoft had to provide some details on their stuff, and apparently... Um, oop, did I... I I raised my volume. <laughs> I raised my volume to my headset. I was like wondering. I'm like, why my volume go up? Because <laughs> uh, I accidentally clicked on it. So Microsoft, Um, we heard some stuff about these whole litigation thing about the purchase sales stuff. Things came out about Microsoft and how they now admit that Game Pass does cam- cannibalize on game sales. And I'm like thinking, okay, there's a reason for that because... Game Pass is good, and if you're getting to be able to play any game, day one game on Game Pass, you are basically um, getting it for almost free because you're paying what is it? I forget sixteen ninety nine something $15, $14.99, $16.99, I don't know anymore. You're paying a small fraction of a price per month which I'm sure it'll go up to $20 a month, but you're paying something around something, something to $20 a month to get game pass per month. And basically you're getting all these games for like basically nothing. If you add it all up, if you use game pass a lot, like I do, which I do for my PC and the Xbox, you're, you're making out very well. I'm saving myself hundreds of dollars all the time because I'm getting all these games on game pass and if you're get, got Game Pass and you're playing these games on Game Pass, why do you need to buy the game? Sure. If the game sells like some DLC, some extra content, like, like the Forza Horizon, I bought the, the, um, the extended DLC pass and stuff. I bought that. Cause why not? I'll pay you 30 bucks for that and get something out of it. You know, but I didn't buy the game. I didn't buy the whole huge. Uh, the whole game for 65 dollars but i'll give you 30 bucks for all the extra dlc for cars and stuff like that and tracks and all that why not that's how i feel the next forza game comes out the forza proper game i will be buying that or i will be playing that via game pass and you know not spend any more any of a dime but then a lot of people say, "Well, Game Pass is getting expensive for Microsoft, and blah blah blah." Are they really making money from it? And you know, sure, they probably are making money. I I thought Phil um, F- Phil S- Spencer stated that they were making some money from it, and the, the ways that they're making money from it is because they got people subscribing to it. First off, every month. Two, two, game developers and stuff that they make individual individual contracts for get paid up front. So they're making some money up front that they would um, not necessarily make up front to begin with. And two, they can always sell like DLC, little, little things here and there, make up some extra money on the side. And Microsoft gets to make a little money on the side too because they're selling extra trinkets, whatever, DLC, this, that. So, basically, you could make... You could be saying they make some money off of the Game Pass and other companies could be making money off of Game Pass. You just got to make sure your game is Game Pass worthy. And you got to make sure the deal of Microsoft is worthy enough for what you think would you be selling for that game and making off that game if you were going to sell it generally. Know what I mean? So it's it's a complicated uh it's a very complicated um area it's a very complicated uh, mm, service in a way you know behind the scenes on how they make their money how much they are willing to spend on stuff how much these companies are going to be making and these companies got to be like okay we got to factoring this that how much are we making up front here how much could we be making out there and are we selling this game also on other third-party services and stuff are people going to be buying the game on those third-party services or going to game pass and blah 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 blah, blah. so you, there's there's ways of thinking about this and like i said game pass is great it's great for me it's great for your the average gamer that can't afford or doesn't want to spend $70 on new video games going forward and sometimes you gotta you gotta try some other stuff and i think there there is um a good uh middle ground to that and um game pass is, is a creative service it is something that i never thought of um any company ever trying any company ever trying to start. And I forgot if it was Phil Spencer that created it personally with the teams or if they created within the teams themselves. But that was a, I got to say, that's that's the best service that ever came out of a company. And, this, and like I said, it saves me a fortune every time. I hope it's making a money. And still, I will still be willing to spend money on like DLC here and there if it's good DLC, extra bits and bobbles and stuff, you know, if they got like pat DLC passes for the games and whatnot. And you never know, maybe I might want to buy a physical copy of the game still just because I can or if I want to buy the game digitally after it leaves Game Pass, you know. If it's one of those games that's worthy enough for a second or third go around, sure. You know, I might want to own that piece of history. But it's got to be, it's got to be within the realm of this is worth it. This is why they do it. Now, if Call of Duty did that, sure. I'm sure most of the games sales or slash the games being on that people would get would be on Xbox because of Game Pass on. And what I think Game xbox live is a lot better online service for gamers in general to do you know online gameplay with stuff like that compared to playstation or something like that but that's just me but this whole merger thing is just it's an ongoing thing will we hear anything by the summer about it i don't know will they cancel it i don't know There's a lot of naysayers out there. There's a lot of people against this. And if Microsoft had to not, or if Microsoft didn't end up getting the company and they had to pay like the breakup fee or whatever it was, sure, they would lose some money. But if I was Microsoft, I would be talking to Activision Blizzard, Bobby Kotick and stuff and saying, hey, why don't we make a deal? If we can't purchase you, let's make an exclusivity to all your stuff, blah, 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 blah. Or sell us the company little by little or something else or do something else that would that would basically help make um would help make and get you know these properties onto game pass or something eventually or whatnot I don't know there there could be something there could be an agreement and I'm sure Bobby Kodak would be so salty against Sony that he'd be like, well, we're gonna pull the plug on you Sony, so go fuck yourselves. Because you f- fucked us over and fucked me over. And um, and Microsoft can then go and search for smaller studios to purchase. Like maybe um, Sega. Why don't you purchase Sega, Microsoft? Go give them $50 billion or something. Then you own the Persona and um, the Yakuza franchises. That would hit Sony in the belt a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I think it would. Plus Monster Hunter. You can get the Monster Hunter, right? No, that's Capcom, sorry. A different studio. But you get a lot of properties from Sega. Mm-hmm. Vast catalogs of games and services. And pachinko parlors, if, which they don't do anymore. <laughs> I don't know. Before we get into the games news, um, Actually, I'll talk about this in the games news. I'll talk about it in the front. I am going to take a little break because my throat is super dry right now from all this talking and yelling. So I'm going to take a quick break. You won't won't hear this. You won't hear this uh, break or anything, but it won't affect you. But I'm going to take a quick break. Now we're going to get in the games news. That is the games news of the show. And that's coming up next. The games news from the past week. And we're also going to kick off the games news, even though this isn't, well, this is kind of news, but I I was going to talk about it in the regular part of the show, but that ran so late that I'm going to talk about this in the games news section. So, like I said many times before, Like a Dragonition is coming out this Tuesday. Woo! Enjoy your gaming. I'm going to, The Rock. Enjoy your gaming. I am definitely going to enjoy my gaming on Like a Dragonition on Friday because I have to wait till Friday to start playing the game. I can install it, but I'm going to wait to play it until fr- Friday because that's when I do my live stream um, with uh, Like a Dragon or with Yakuza Like a Dragonition, as I like to call it, with Yakuza Like Me, the series where I stream uh, Yakuza games, basically which this game is course 60 bucks if you wanted to know. And I guess there's different editions coming out a little bit like extra stuff which I'm sure I can buy wholesale later on, I wouldn't doubt it. But they got like digital editions, digital deluxe, they got physical editions. I purchased or pre-ordered the physical edition from Amazon. So hopefully there's no snowstorms or tornadoes or anything weird going on next week. Hopefully, I'll begin this game on Tuesday, and then I'll open it up because I'll have a nice, fresh-smelling copy of Like a Dragon: Ishin' for my Xbox. I'll pop it in, let it download, and then uh, when Friday comes along, I will be playing this beautiful-looking game, and I will be hopefully playing a lot of this game on Friday. That's my that's my <clears throat> that's my hope. And in order to do that, I, I'm going to have to load up on some alcohol. That might be a pizza day. I don't know yet. Maybe pizza that day. Who knows? We'll see. Um, but things are going to go down that day. That's going to be a fun day, folks. So when Friday comes up, 8 p.m. Eastern, on twitch.tv slash jujutucast, or if you go to jujutucast.com to find out more. That's when at 8 p.m. Eastern on Twitch.tv slash juju 2 is where I'm going to be playing Like a Dragonition live stream for the first time for moi and uh, with the new Yakuza Like Me series. It's going to be cool. I already created the videos. I already got the artwork already. I am ready and rocking to be playing this game. I cannot wait wait to play this because you know me i love my yakuza games this is a yakuza game i'm gonna play the shit out of it then there's supposedly another yakuza game coming down the road i cannot wait to play the shit out of that as well i will continue to buy yakuza games even if they're fucking 70 dollars yes that's right i'm i'm breaking my own rules i'm gonna play yakuza games even if they're 70 dollars let's hope they don't go to 70 dollars well the new ones can because if they're gonna They already look like they're next-gen games. Like, this looks like a next-gen game. They're so polished. They look so good And the art, the video, the whole game concept of the Yakuza series and the Judgment series, the two Judgment games. They look so damn good that it's like watching a movie. To me, it's like watching a a high-res animated movie or something or an actual movie if you look at it hard enough. I feel like, wow, these are next-gen games. Mm Mhm. even the remakes they're so good um so people are selling you know everybody's selling the regular edition for 59.99 apparently there is um a deluxe edition digital deluxe edition which you can get off of you know the playstation store xbox steam store and you get like some extra swords and stuff so apparently, the digital deluxe edition comes with the game itself plus the following digital items: uh, the Kijinimura Kunishinji, a dark sword from the white um, white hilt. Um, then you get this other one for the Tisino, tu, Usu Usukurunei, a sword soaked in blood uh black ship cannon a cannon taken from the western ships okay uh shinsengumi captain set I ryoma growth support kit what does the growth mean does that mean you're level up or is that meaning your penis is growing i had to put that in there sword upgrade materials kit gun upgrade materials kit hmm i wonder if i could just do it in the game by myself or if I could just pay separately for that stuff. I bet you I could buy it separately. Third Division Armament Expansion Kit. The Dragon of Dojima skin. So that's for an extra $10 if you want all that stuff. Um, oh yeah, I forgot there's a demo of this. Okay. Huh. Um. Apparently they're... Hmm, I wonder if it would be bad if I played the demo of this. There's a combat demo. There's a Like a Dragon and combat demo, which is now available on Xbox, PC, and PS5. And uh, it's just the combat demo. It's, um, the data will not carry over to the full game, but it's out. Okay. Hmm. I forgot about that now playing this th- doesn't mean i'm playing the game actually right right i wonder if i should just download this on pc get it for pc let me check steam right now like a dragon Ishin. let me go to steam i hope this doesn't screw up anything where's my steam 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 oh it's updating of course it's always updating come on steam update why don't you update in the background? Why is everything else can update in the background? Steam, no. We're gonna update when you click on us. Okay, updating, updating, updating. Hopefully this ain't breaking anything. And what's this? Uh, I don't care about that. Um, let's see here. I'm gonna type in like a dragon dragonishin, like a dragonishin, ishin, ishin. There we go. Um. 14, June, 1986. Okay. Um, nope. Don't turn on the trailer. Oh, demo. I'm going to just download it here on Steam. Screw that. I'll play it on Steam. It is uh, 3.3 gigabytes. That seems small. Yes. Install on my games drive. Thank you. Oh, shit. I'm going to be... I'm going to play this on the PC, just, just, you know, test it out. Oh, it's installing. It's almost done. (laughs) We'll continue with the news while it's still installing, but, uh, shit, I forgot all about that free demo that's out. So if you guys want to try out the little combat demo, I think I'm going to do that. That's not going to be breaking any rules of me playing the game, but, um, just me getting back into it and learning how to play it play the game style because this isn't the like the new like a dragon uh series where you, it's turn based strategy now it's actually back to the fighting style based style like the original Yakuza games were where combat style so I'm very interested in that so hmm demo you could get on Steam, Xbox or PlayStation. But because I got a killer PC and graphics card, I want to see how this game looks on my PC. Um, there's also free stuff apparently. Uh, like a Dragonishian free stuff elite generals trooper card bundle. What's with that card bundle? I don't get it. You could get it for PlayStation, Xbox, and PC. Uh, platform exclusive katana DLC, which you can get for PlayStation, Xbox, and PC. Um. For no apparent reason, the developer's get giving away free digital goodies to anyone and everyone. No reason not to grab them if you're planning uh, to get the game. I'll have to d- download that stuff, I guess. I'll have to get the card bundle and the Katana DLC. Well, they're probably giving it away because they're like, hey, everybody likes this game and it's super popular. Why not um, Why not go for it and give some free stuff away to our valuable players that are making us a ton of money for the game why not yeah you know um and if you didn't know like a dragon is a remake of the yakuza spinoff but it's set well before the events of the main installments yes way well uh this game takes place in 1867 so think samurai with katanas rather than gangsters with guns though to be honest there are still gangsters with guns in the game uh this takes place in a historical era like a dragon Ishin maintains many of the hallmarks of the yakuza franchise like over-the-top storylines plenty of side quests and mini games to tackle throughout um and it looks pretty damn good uh, i cannot not wait to play this game which comes out in a couple of days which i won't play until friday unless if you're talking about this demo which yes i am playing it sooner than later <laughs> uh so moving on to game news game xbox game pass already has four day one games confirmed for march of this year uh those games are wo long fallen dynasty coming on on march 3rd okay that looks pretty badass i'm looking at i'm looking at this one picture of wo long fallen dynasty right now he's got his big sword it looks like Cusa-ish, and he's chopping the he- this head, or no, chopping the stomach of this character, other character. This game, which I said I thought it would be coming to Game Pass someday, some year. It is. I didn't think it was going to be this soon, but we, I guess we haven't heard a lot about it, so of course it's coming out. Valheim is coming out to Xbox Game Pass on March 14th, and that's not just for the console. It's for the PC and console right it is for both pc and console right let me see here oh no co- oh sorry wait oh wait hold on hold on fans do know they can look forward to uh, the xbox console debut of valheim at least valheim is a minecraft style. okay uh uh but soon xbox co- can see what all the fuss is about early access is- oh so okay Wait, what is this saying? So, uh, what this is saying, Valheim is a Minecraft style. Yes, Valheim exploded popular during the 2020 early access release, became Steam's biggest game in the process. Valheim still does not have a release date for its full release, but soon Xbox console gamers can see what all the fuss is about. With the early access version, those with a PC Game Pass subscription can play Valheim right now if they can't wait for the console Xbox console debut on March 14th. Okay, so that's like an early access demo version of Valheim for the console. But you could play the full version on uh, PC Game Pass. Okay. Okay, that makes a sense. Of course, the little game that Sony used to own and, and take advantage of, which the MLB says, no, fuck you, Sony. We want it on every console and system we could put her this game on so we can make a lot of money mlb the show 23 march 28th that game comes out it's on game pass day one it's also out i think on switch pc and of course that playstation thing i guess (laughs) and then there's another game which is to be decided or announced way to the woods that would be the fourth one and those are all supposed to come out on march they won title games for March. But that's a pretty good amount of impressive games, uh, Game Pass games for March. You know, sure, it's not Games of Gold, which I think Games of Gold is kind of going on its way out. I'm, I'm sure eventually Microsoft's going to be like, you know what, we're going to hold or put off Games of Gold or get rid of it because now we got Game Pass so we don't need Games of Gold anymore. You can keep all your games with gold titles that you already got from games with gold as long as you want as long as you're a subscriber to game pass or game game gold memberships or whatever but we're not coming out with anything else because we don't really have anything else so i would understand that but um yeah wu long fallen dynasty that looks pretty interesting valheim march 14th uh, oh march 3rd for wu long MLB The Show 23, March 28th. Even though I don't give a shit about the game, I played it. I only play it for the Home Run Derby. <laughs> I, it, it's going to come out every year. If I ever want to get back and doing a try playing MLB The Show, I can always do that anytime I want. And Way to the Woods, which is to be announced. Those are some cool games um, that uh, we can play. It's going to be awesome. Game Pass, it rocks. I'm telling you guys. If you don't have Game Pass yet, I don't know what the fuck you're waiting for. I don't know what your problem is or what you're waiting for, but get it. If you got a great internet connection, you want to save a little bit of money, get Game Pass. That's what I tell people. If you want to save some money, get Game Pass. It's worth it. Uh, this is just a rumor. This is not um, something that's in. Ins- In stone or anything but if it does happen you might hear about it at uh, the the, mm, June I'm thinking June's uh, Xbox conference which is not going to be at E3 (laughs) because nobody wants to be at E3 anymore (laughs) so um, it's going to be at the Microsoft Direct conference or whatever you want to consider it probably if this happens but rumor has it that now Ubisoft plus or Ubisoft plus Maybe coming to Xbox, and it's going to bring along with it sixty-three games with its uh, Ubisoft subscription service. So just like EA with EA Plus, or what did they call it? EA EA. Um, is it EA Plus? I forgot if they called it EA Plus or not. Uplay Play Plus. Oh no, that was Ubisoft. Um, you know EA, whatever their game subscription service hopped on the game pass but if this is true and ubisoft plus game subscription service does come they state that a whopping 63 games will be coming on to that as a start now no these aren't going to be the newest latest greatest games but you know new enough and if you haven't played any ubisoft games in a while this should be good and there's some ubisoft games i haven't played on this list so you know, they're coming out of most of the Assassin's Creed, um, games that are out on that service, like, um, Assassin's Creed from China, Indian, Russia, Assassin's Creed 3 Remastered, Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag, Odyssey Origins, uh, Ro- Assassin's Creed Rogue Remastered, Assassin's Creed Syndicate, uh, the, Etz- the Ezio Collection, uh, creed unity creed valhalla so that's a lot of assassin's creed you can be playing uh battleship boggle you know because we always want to play some battleship boggle um child of light family feud far cry 3 blood dragon classic edition far cry 3 classic edition far cry 4 5 6 far cry new dawn far cry primal which i was interested in uh Do I have that? I don't know if I ever bought that yet or not. Fighter Within, For Honor, Grown Up, Hungry Shark World, Immortals, Phoenix Rising, Jeopardy, Monopoly Madness, Monopoly Plus, Oddballers, Rabbids Invasion, Interactive TV Show, Rabbids Party of Legends, Rayman Legends, Writer's Republic, Risk, Risk, Urban Assault, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World Game, The Complete Edition. Scrabble, Shape Up, South Park, The Fractured Butthold, and The Strict of Truth, Steep, The Crew, Crew 2, Tom Clancy stuff, you know, Ghost Recon Breakpoint, Wildlands, Rainbow Six Extraction, The Division 1 and 2, Trackmania Turbo, Transference, Trials Fusion, Trials of the Bloods Dragon, Trials Rising, Trivial Pursuit Live, and Live 2 UNO! Watch Dogs Legion, Watch Dogs, Watch Dogs 2, Wheel of Fortune, and Zombie. Whew! That's a lot of games. A lot of older games. But a lot of these games came out a few years ago. So a lot of them are newer than all. And and basically, right now, how many games are coming out of Ubisoft right now anyways? So just say they're the up-to-date latest and greatest games from the Ubisoft catalog. I don't know. There might be a few that I might want to play. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it's easy it is to get in there. Or do I have to open up a separate hub and go into the Ubisoft uh, subscription service and sign up and blah, blah, blah. You know, just like that EA Play. There we go. EA Play. That's why I don't really get into many EA games because if it's something like a PAC EA game, I got EA game. Gay. I said gay. Sorry. EA game. I had to... Um, sign up and log into the ea play hub on their side i'm like no i should just get it off of game pass why do you make it why do i gotta jump through an extra hoop just to get this game which is on game pass through you guys it should just automatically work but no things don't work that way um well there you go hey guess what finally is getting gta definitive edition well, the Epic's game store <laughs> and it's coming cheap apparently, but they say still say people still say that it's still a little bit of buggy. Um but um it's coming for 30 bucks, which is way cheaper than any other place that it was at. It's coming they're coming out for 30 bucks uh for the definitive edition on uh the Epic Games Store, so if you like your Epic Games Store, you're going to get, you can finally get the GTA Definitive Collection on it. And, um, hmm. So, yeah, finally, it's coming out on a system, on a service that it never was on yet. (laughs) Uh, That's it. That's all I got for that news story, so if you're part of the epic game collection you don't like steam or consoles or anything else then you can finally get in an epic game store maybe we'll start seeing some gta characters in fortnite <laughs> i wouldn't doubt it uh sony playstation plus game catalog editions for february 2023 have been announced these are actually quite decent um This is the next batch for PlayStation Plus Premium and extra games have been officially announced. So basically, this is if you got PlayStation Plus Premium. This isn't if you got regular PlayStation Plus. You got to have PlayStation Plus Premium, which it doesn't say here in their tweet, but that's what it says. That's what they're saying. So... Game library varies over time and plan. Places you plus is subject to reoccurring subscription fee, taken until cancellation. Blah 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 blah. It's, I'm reading the bottom things. So apparently, they're getting four games on their PlayStation Plus premium collection catalog lineup. Uh, first being Horizon Forbidden West, which um, there you go. I heard it's a decent game. Uh, the Quarry. Resident Evil Seven, Biohazard, and Borderlands Three. You know, I sh- I played a lot of Borderlands Three. I just never beat it. I never. I should go back into that sometime. I really should go back into Borderlands Three. I like Borderlands. I, I like Borderlands Three a lot, but um, it's been a while. It's been a while since that. Anywho, those are the games that are coming out on PlayStation Plus. Premium edition. Not just PlayStation Plus. No, it can't be that. It's gotta be PlayStation Plus. Premium. Okay, here we got two last stories, both from the same thing. This is something I didn't mention in the, the top of the hour with uh the podcast show, but there was a Nintendo Direct-ish type of a uh, show where they showed off a bunch of games. A lot of them I just did not give a fucking shit about. I'm sorry, folks, you might like some of these games, but I just did not give a shit about any of them. The only two that I f- things and that I got from that conference that I felt like were worthy of me talking about, I'm sure you can also talk about Z- The Legend of Zelda. They did show that then, but I'm not getting that right away because it's $70, and I'm sure these games are going to be $70 or something, or this game, I mean, I don't know. Whenever it comes out, but, uh, they showed off, uh, the, basically they showed off the Pikmin 4. They showed Pikmin 4 gets a reveal trailer. They showed the trailer and they showed a release date, which is coming this year, July 21st, 2023. So if you want more Pikmin in your life, Pikmin 4 is on the way, um, I'm hearing something in the background. What is that? Is there a ghost? I thought I heard somebody singing in the background. I'm like, wait, what the hell is that? I'm, I'm hearing things, people. I've been on the computer way too long. <laughs> um, but even though, um, I guess this was... um. This was kind of announced last year by Miyamoto, which he was talking about he's working on Pikmin 4 because he loves Pikmin a lot, probably a lot more than Mario right now because when do we ever going to get a new Mario trailer for a new Mario game? I don't know. It's been so long, uh, but he's been working on the Pikmin series right as now, so Pikmin 4 is coming out. He announced it. Um, they only showed a little bit of the game with some of the same stuff you see, the Pikmin Different types, like ice types, this type, that type. You know, there's always different types for different enemies, different puzzles, stuff like that. And it's more Pikmin. I I played Pikmin 3. I own Pikmin 3. I haven't beaten Pikmin 3. I should get back into some Pikmin 3 eventually. I've been meaning to. I think I was a little lost in it, but I still like the Pikmin nature of Pikmin 3. I have Pikmin 1 and 2 as well, but... Mm, I don't know. Do people really need another Pikmin? Do we need, really need a Pikmin Four? I don't know. Now, what's the price going to be on it? Is it going to be seventy dollars? Because if they're going to charge seventy dollars for Pikmin Four, I'm going to be like, uh good luck on that, Sony. Good luck on that. Um. Yeah, Pikmin 4 has been in the works for a while now. Um, Got nothing else from it. But they showed it off. They showed off a little bit of things, the fire things, this, that, Pikmin, Lava Pikmin, Pikmin in Space, Pikmin, 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 Evil Creatures. It's a fun series. It's a fun group of games. Let's see. Let's see what people uh, say about this. First, this guy says, Outstanding! Day one! Cannot wait! So I guess that guy's getting it day one. The other person says, Hope it sells! Wait, has any Nintendo releases lately done under a million sold? <laughs> hmm. Um. Yeah, this guy's got a funny one. Funny comment. You'd think Pikmin would have unionized by now. Yeah, you would have thought, but nah, that doesn't happen. Um. Anyway, yeah, Pikmin 4 is coming. Coming soon to a Switch near you. Hopefully that runs good. And then uh, one other thing that I'm probably never going to get because, you know, I'm happy with just my Splatoon 3. But apparently Splatoon 3 has got an expansion packs announcement which includes Splatoon 1's Inkopolis. Uh, and I guess there's two waves coming of this, or this is the first wave. I don't know if there's just two waves or if they're going to plan on more waves. I, I Yeah, it says wave one and two. I don't know if they'll have a three or whatever. But this is wave one. It's going to include Inkopolis, which is the original Splatoon 2 and 1's uh, world. So Splatoon 3's paid DLC has given players an ink blast from the past as Wave 1 features the return of Splatoon 1's hub world, Inkopolis. Uh, The first wave of newly revealed Splatoon 3 expansion pass allows Squid Kids to go revisit all their favorite shops and characters from 2015's original Splatoon. Wave 1 is coming sometime in the spring. That does not make me excited to get the expansion pass at all, at least to me. In Inkopolis, you'll be able to go to shopping at the classic stores from Splatoon 1. Why couldn't you just bring that stuff into the new one? I don't get it. Um, Or have DLC for extra stuff to purchase from it? I don't know. Uh, but the other products will be the same as the Splatoon 3's main hub world, meaning you'll be able to pick whichever hangout spot fits your vibe best. Squid Sisters' Kali and Marie will also perform a live, live in Inkopolis during Splatoon 3 SplatFests. The Splatoon 3 expansion pass also teased Side Order, which will be a brand-new mode included in Wave 2 sometime in the future. This footage, uh, The footage showed off a colorless world where... It will presumably be our job to paint. It's safe to assume the DLC will be somewhat similar to Splatoon 2's Octo Expansion, which added an entire campaign's worth of new single-player levels. Um, I I have no thoughts on this. Apparently, this is... Uh, I have no... Um, I'm just not caring about the DLC. I really don't care about it. If they brought out uh, dlc where you could get new weapons and gear and stuff and new levels and stuff for splatoon 3 sure bring that out I'll, I'll i'll purchase that but this is just rehashing some old stuff that they want to try to make money off of let's see here any comments i only see one comment here i'm looking at the comic section hmm only one comment Meaning nobody really cares about the Splatoon 3 expansion DLC. And there you have it. (laughs) There you have it folks. Oh look, Lego Dragonition is ready. The demo is ready for me to play on my uh, PC. So I think I'm gonna do that next. I think I'm gonna go play some uh some Lego Dragonition on um on my computer. Why is this yeah, update this now. Why why aren't you why isn't this just not updating? Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> i'm crazy yes um but yeah i'm gonna play some like a dragonition after i get off this podcast and uh yeah i hope uh you all join me this friday for like a dragonition on yakuza like me on twitch.tv slash two cast at 8 p.m eastern time and uh also juju 2 com, all that stuff that's what i'm really excited about i'm really excited about that stuff uh, about this game excuse me i got the hiccups for some reason i don't know why and um, yeah yeah the gaming world such a weird world such an expensive world so much stuff going on though and uh so little time to talk about that stuff and play it but like I said, spring, summer comes up. I'll have that awning. I'll be playing some stuff outside. Be doing more stuff outside before I know it. <laughs> and then there'll be less gameplay inside. But it's good to have a Switch. And then eventually, like I said, if... if and I'm saying this before I end this podcast, but if, um, if Steam, or should I say Valve, gets that Steam Deck 2 uh created and made or whatever if they come up with that steam deck whatever the steam deck 2 is going to be the next steam deck or whatever and it is a bit more powerful and has a little bit more stuff in it and if Microsoft's smart enough and they work together even if it's behind the scenes with steam and valve and they get a real live game pass uh thing working with valve and steam and the steam deck and stuff and you can actually play your games your game pass games easily with in your steam deck uh that will be something i want to get next i will definitely want to get it i still would love to get a steam deck i just want to wait till like the next version of it I know a lot of people say, no, you should just get this version. It's going to be the best. And what are they going to do for the next version? Blah, 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 blah. But I really think they're going to, even though they sometimes say it, they don't say it, I think there'll be some better processing in the next version. I think there'll be a better memory management or more memory, a little bit more power, a bit, of a bit better screen, you know, stuff like that. When that happens, I will definitely pre-order the Steam Deck 2 and I'll definitely play games, you know, because I got a good handful of Steam games right here in my Steam Steam library and I'm sure they're all playable on the Steam Deck. And like I said, if Game Pass, if Microsoft and Valve decide they want Steam to be or the Steam or uh, Game Pass on Steam, shit. And I can get like game pass games on my steam deck and get achievements from i'll be i'll be floating on clouds i'll be outside on my porch deck drinking my alcohol like beverages and stuff just lying back in my nice comfy chair playing my steam deck of course it'll be plugged into the wall because (laughs) no damn way that thing's gonna last (laughs) the whole day of me playing it outside with battery life no fucking way but uh, I'll have that thing plugged in. I'll be playing myself some Steam games and some Xbox Game Pass games. And I'm talking about letting us download the Xbox or the Game Pass games to the Steam Deck, not just stream them. That's what I would be hoping for. That's what I would be asking for. I want to be able to download the games to my Steam Deck, not just stream them because I don't want to be streaming my games. I want to be downloading them and playing them so that the Steam Steam Deck actually runs them because it's a mini computer in my hand. So if Microsoft can get that working with Valve and and their Steam, that'd be great. Will that ever happen? I, I don't know. I do not know. Um... I don't know what this stuff is either. I don't know what that stuff is. I don't really care. <laughs> I'm looking at cards here. I know Valve and Steam did some card things, but uh eh. Anywho, folks, I'm Mr. Mike. I've been talking way too long on this. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Games Attack AudioCast. And I'll catch you again in a couple of weeks where we talk more about gaming. And we'll probably be talking a lot on uh, a and Dragon-ish and g- coming up on the next podcast because I bet you... Two weeks of me playing this, you know, two days technically, because I'm I'm only playing on Friday streams, which damn I'm going to be wanting to play this a lot. But you know, I got other games to play on the side, so it's not going to matter too much. But um, mm, I'm going to be playing this demo shortly. So everybody, Mr. Mike, signing out, saying enjoy your gaming. See ya, game on, game hard world conquest. I'm pushing this gaming button. This show. It's now game over. Enjoy your gaming. Enjoy your gaming. Enjoy your gaming.